Hello from Miami. <laughs> Welcome to the Creator to Leader podcast. I just moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to Miami, Florida after two days on the road. I have so many lessons to share and Specifically, I wanted to talk about consistency because this has been a chaotic move, to say the least. And I always talk about staying consistent and whether consistency means the way you show up, the frequency you show up in, everything about consistency. I am not the most organized person, so I am sure and I believe that these tips are going to help you so much when it comes to staying consistent in the time of chaos. So this is going to be a fun one. Let's go. Welcome to Creator to Leader. Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you are ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams. So let's dive right in. Moving is supposed to be like the second most stressful life event. And I just moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to Miami, Florida. And there are so many emotions involved. So you have the physical stress, right, of just packing a whole apartment and putting it inside a truck and driving across four states until you get to your location. But then there's this situation about your routines and your just the environment you're in. And that brings a lot of disruption because now it's also about finding a new place and finding just like a new lifestyle in this new place without losing consistency, without losing what you have built. And thanks to you and because you listen every week, the podcast is now in the top three of the charts globally. And that is just incredible. It's just a testament to the strong foundation that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. And it's a testament to how much support you have given the show. So first of all, thank you. But when you see those numbers, when I saw those numbers, I felt like I don't want to lose the momentum, but I also want to honor the place I'm in personally with this big transition. And how can I find a place kind of in between where my goals, my dreams are still moving forward, but I am also honoring what my family needs and my household needs right now. So to give you a little background on my moving processes or why moves are so emotional for me, I'm originally from Venezuela. And I came from Venezuela to the U.S. eight years ago, and I left almost everything behind. And a lot of my stuff, my childhood stuff, stayed in Venezuela. And that was a big stressor. And then the place I moved to, from there, I moved to another house, to a different neighborhood in Miami, 45 minutes away. And then from there, I moved to another neighborhood. And from there, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina when I got married. And there we lived for three years and it felt so stable because for the first time in years, I had stability. I had what I felt like my home before. It was always 
these temporary spaces or it was someone else's house. And, you know, it never felt my own. It really felt like I'm here for a little season. And now in Charlotte, I was able to say, this is my house. And we decorated our house. And really, that was the first home I decorated. And I felt for years before moving to Charlotte, this huge resistance to just making anything permanent because moving from Venezuela and then moving from, you know, place to place in Miami, I always felt like I had to be ready to pack and go. And I couldn't... I couldn't get attached to the place I was in. So Charlotte was this place where I was able to be stable, to form a foundation. We found an incredible church. We really were embraced by the community, by the pastor, and we found them extremely fast. As soon as we moved to Charlotte, we found them. Um, I also went back to the corporate world for a little while while I was in Charlotte, but that also taught me a lot because it really gave me the confidence to pursue my business full in because I always had in the back of my mind this question of, can I make it on my own in the professional world? And when I moved to Charlotte is when I launched my business. Then I was doing my business as I was in the corporate world. And during that process, my confidence really grew. My vision really grew. My vision developed, which is why I always say that your purpose or your end goal or your vision really, they reveal themselves to you as you go and as you make decisions and as you make the right decisions that are aligned with your integrity. So yeah, I built that. I also went back to acting in Charlotte, which was incredible. I was an actor in Venezuela for four or five years. And when I moved to the U.S., I thought that I was going to be an actor. I just had so much hope and I had this vision, I had this calling and I decided that I was going to be an actor. But then life happened. I I got scared and I just did my MBA. I wanted to have my education and just have like a safe path here in the U.S. And I kind of put acting in the back burner. And with time, I just said, okay, you know what? This is a dream that never happened. This is a dream that's gone. And I have to, you know, I have to thank the dream for everything and just move forward in life. But it was always a dream I kept going back to. And I don't, I don't know if you have that dream or if you've ever had that dream that even when time has passed, you always go back to it. And when someone asks you about a time in your life where you felt truly connected, you go back to that dream. So I went back to acting in Charlotte because I felt again like I needed to do something, something more now that I had my stability, I had my home, and I felt like I still have this in my soul. What would happen if I just went back to classes? So I went back to acting classes. I got my headshots. I started really practicing week after week. I started auditioning again. And that has been another emotional journey on its own. But just having that space revived creativity in me in a way that you cannot imagine and really inspired in a way this podcast. Because I remember this so vividly. I was playing this character for a scene in class and I was sitting in the back. And I just had a moment where I knew and I felt so honored to be telling the story of this character that normally wouldn't get their story told. And it was a scene from the movie Monster. And I don't know, it was just this epiphany where I was like, 
what a privilege being able to tell stories through my voice about people that maybe they wouldn't be able to have the story be told because maybe they weren't the heroes. They weren't the winners in the story. And that really was like a ripple effect for so many other areas in my business because I was doing podcast production only at the time. And I was seeing all these people wanting to use their voices to communicate their mission, communicate their passion, communicate their purpose. And I was having all the production aspect with me and my brother and business partner. We were really solidifying our expertise in production. I was really growing my marketing skills and personal branding skills through my clients. And then I had this acting passion that was reignited and this passion for telling stories, right? And telling stories looks so different in so many areas. So it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was very full circle. And then I had so many friends, especially from my acting studio. They are some of the kindest, funniest, smartest, and most talented people I've met. And they were so sweet when I left. Actually, they were super sweet. They were very caring, offering help. So to me, it was bittersweet saying goodbye and kind of coming back to Miami. There's this, I don't know if this is like a, is this a story? like a children's book. I don't know where it came from, but there's this saying of you can be in front of the same river day after day, but it will not be the same experience because the river will be different and you will be a different person. So this is kind of what was happening. I was coming back to Miami, the place where I grew so much. I really had a hard time adapting and establishing roots. Now I was coming back as a married woman because my husband and I, we got married and we moved five days later to Charlotte. So we never really lived in Miami as a married couple. So basically our marriage was starting new in Miami and I did not have the best experience in Miami my first round. So I thought it was so, so nice, right? Like such a redeeming opportunity of coming back to a city that I thought I would never come back to. I thought that I was completely done with Miami. And so far, I am so happy to be back. The people I have missed so, so much. I love hearing my language everywhere. And there is something about the people in Miami working so hard to make their dreams come true because there is a culture of immigration and just people starting from the bottom and really being resourceful and getting to their goals the best way they can. Really, there's just this feeling in Miami of all together in this kind of hustle and fun and the weather is beautiful and I'm happy and I'm happy to really recognize or reinvent myself in this city. It is the same city, but I am not the same person for sure after three years. And I'm sure that the city is not the same because my experience of the city is going to be completely different. But with all of this emotional background, it has been a little challenging to show up in the face of my business. And I'm serving my clients well. They are my number one priority. So I really give them my best energy. I give the best energy or like the second place of my energy to developing something new, a new offer I'm working on that I'm really hoping to launch by the end of this year. And I have my content and content marketing is my favorite part of working in my business. And some people, you know, people love the admin side or, or some people just love to be behind the scenes. I really love the creation side. I love the performing side, I guess. I see that that's how I see content creation. And I love that I get to share my message and I get to work with so many amazing leaders or 
business owners that are ready to be recognized and seen as leaders. And that's so fulfilling. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I've had to find a new rhythm because I had my routine in Charlotte, but now everything has changed. My physical space has changed. And it has been interesting. And I'm looking at it as an opportunity to document the process for you and come to you with ideas, advice when life is in chaos. And the holidays are coming up. So I have a feeling that many of us are going to enter maybe a season of chaos, maybe because we have so many events going on, or maybe because the holidays are emotionally hard for so many other reasons. You know, it doesn't have to be because of a move. There are so many reasons that make the holidays a little, a little special, right? So I think this is the perfect time to talk about being consistent during chaotic times, challenging times. And I'm not going to tell you to go all military and get yourself in a tight schedule because it is very personal and it really depends on your personality, on your goals and your specific situation. But I believe that these three tips, and if you take these three small actions, you're going to see a great result because I also want you to have compassion with yourself and where you are in your process and not force yourself, but also not let yourself off the hook. It is always like this dance, this balance that we're always trying to get right. I don't feel or I don't believe that we have to feel shame because we are not getting it right. But I also believe that we need to be improving and trying to find our balance, if that makes sense, right? It is a very interesting dance. So the three things I'm doing, number one, I'm focusing on the main one thing. My podcast is my mothership. It is my product. It is the main vehicle for me to show up and serve as a true leader to you. So that is what I am prioritizing. I am posting on Instagram, maybe not as polished as I would like because my physical space is not ready. So I don't have my same recording capabilities. I don't even have my tripod, my lights. So I'm recording whenever I can for my Instagram and creating content the best way I can show up on Instagram and the best way I can show up on LinkedIn. But my podcast, I am being so protective of it. I really want this medium to continue growing. And first, it makes me so proud to see that the podcast is ranking and is doing so well when I am not everywhere promoting it all day long. It really goes to show that when you have a strong foundation, the podcast kind of takes care of itself and it keeps growing. You have this compounding effect where you don't have just like on Instagram, you have one reel and that reel disappears. And after 48 hours, even though now I've been seeing that Instagram kind of recommends older posts, but for the most part, you don't have this compounding effect on Instagram. You need more volume. Here on the podcast, I literally am sitting down to record. It doesn't matter my physical location in terms of lighting or how it looks aesthetically. I just need to have a place to record that has the highest quality. And then, of course, I have my team that I couldn't do anything without because they are really helping me produce this podcast, get it out to you in a way that continues the high quality. So that has been my priority. And I recommend that when things are chaotic in your life, you continue being aware of what is your priority, what is your main thing, your main mothership uh, where you need to put your efforts on. Maybe in this season of business, Instagram is your main thing and you want to be present on stories and you want to be present on stories, sharing behind the scenes. And that's what feels sustainable to you right now. So that's why it needs to be or it needs to come from a place of really self-awareness. And that takes me to my second point, which is it's okay to have less energy. You need to be aware of your energy. It's such a life-changing hack. First of all, we don't have the same energy every day. 
we don't have the same energy every month, every week. And like, it really changes my energy. Just I've noticed maybe now that I'm back in Miami, it will be different. But while I was in Charlotte, I realized that my energy during fall and winter really decreased. I kind of went with the moods. I don't know if it was winter blues. I don't know what it was. But I noticed those patterns about myself. I had so much energy and I was so active during the summer. And then I knew that I had to slow down during the winter. So maybe I'm still feeling like that also because of the move. But it's okay to have less energy. Once you have your priorities identified, you need to be okay with the level of energy that you are able to produce because you also need to show up for other things in your life, in your business, because your content is not the only thing that's building the future you want. So be aware of your energy and be accepting of where you are and understand that this is cyclical. So you feel less energetic right now. As long as you're staying healthy physically and mentally, and if you need to go to therapy and work with a nutritionist, just to have some extra support. And of course, spiritually healthy, I think that is the number one way to be aligned and to be focused and to be able to go through the chaos in a more sustainable way, be healthy spiritually. If you have that and yet your body is telling you, I don't have the same level of energy for you to be showing up everywhere, I think that's fine. I think it's okay. And I think you deserve to just be graceful and say, hey, this is going to be better in a few weeks, in a month. That's why point number one was knowing your one thing. And then point number three is sharing the journey in a way that feels sustainable to you. And this is your business. You can do whatever you want. Every time I see someone shooting all over people on Instagram, I cringe. I think that as CEOs, this is really what we are. We are able to be leaders and to decide what works for us. So you get to decide what feels sustainable But I highly recommend that you share the journey because people don't want to see perfection these days. And everyone needs to identify what the level of polished meant. Polished meant. I don't know if that's really a word. But how polished do you want to show up? How polished does your brand need to show up? And if... Maybe you don't have the capacity to be showing your face every day. Maybe can you show up with more graphics or a lot of text-only stories? How is that sustainable in a way that you can share the journey? Because people want to see that your method, that your frameworks work, even when you are during a chaotic time. And I'm talking, if you are a fitness instructor and you're going through chaos, how can you make your fitness methodology or philosophy work for you and show people that it really works regardless of where you are in life? And then in my case, I'm a content marketing expert and I'm a branding strategist. How can I show that what I teach and what I help my clients with is sustainable even during those seasons. Because that also creates trust, right? Like I'm able to guide you even when life is hard because I'm going through that myself. And of course, I have learned that also from seeing other clients and other people and mentors in my life who have modeled that for me. So you showing up and sharing the journey the best to your capacity, whatever sustainability is for you, is going to make a huge, huge difference. Lastly, I want to say again, 
Thank you so much for all the support you have been giving the show. Thank you for all the reviews. Thank you for all your messages. I might not be getting to everything right now because of the move and everything, but I feel like the next couple of weeks are going to be more calm and we're going to get more situated. So thank you so much for being patient and thank you for listening to the show again. I want to hear from you. Send me a DM because I am back to my Instagram. Replying to comments is my priority as well. And have grace with yourself. I believe that you care. I believe that you have an incredible message to share. I believe in your passion and no one's judging you as hard as you are judging yourself. And I have to repeat myself that no one's judging me as hard as I'm judging myself. So have grace and allow this question. What is this moment teaching me? Until then, come to my Instagram, come say hi, and I see you very soon. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.wu. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And if you only send me a microphone emoji, I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.